This is a Hog Sports Network podcast. This is the Ion Preps podcast, bringing you the best in prep sports from across the state. With our award-winning sports reporters Chip Souza from the Hog Sports Network and Eric Taylor from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. This is the I Own Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network, and I'm joined on this Monday as I am every week. He never calls in sick. He never on the disabled list, never on the physically <laughs> unable to perform list. Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. E.T., I understand you're feeling a little down today. Man, I, I'm 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 trying to uh, keep a, a brave face, man. I know you can't <laughs> see me right now, but I'm trying to smile through the pain, man. It's just, you know, it's hard being a Cowboy fan these days, man. Et for, forty two to ten, man. Forty two to ten. You know, I I I wasn't. I'm gonna be honest. With you. I'm a, I'm a realistic Cowboy fan. First of all, I'm a diehard fan, but I'm 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 a realist when it comes to them. Um, I honestly I didn't really anticipate us winning that game, but I didn't expect us to play as bad as we did. Um, I mean, it was just it was, it was kind of disheartening, man. Just just lay down <laughs> like that. <laughs> Man, that, that, that wasn't even it wasn't even close at, at all. Maybe the kickoff, maybe, but other than that, it was just you know. And warm ups, they look good, man. When they were out there in warm ups, man, it all looked yeah. good. And then the game started, and it just went down <laughs> fast. After that. A plus warm up guys, man. But once <laughs> once the clock start rolling, man, we go back to being who we've been for the past I don't know twenty seven eight years or whatever it is, man. So man. Well, I'll tell you what, though, that might have happened to the boys last night, but we had some good high school football happen on yes, Friday indeed. night, though. So we're going to talk about a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with what we thought and we talked about was going to be a big game in the 7A Central between Conway and Cabot. Wow. E.T., Conway, yeah. for real. <laughs> you know, it, it started out uh, like we figured it would, uh, but it, it changed pretty quick <laughs> after a while, man. And, uh I guess uh I guess uh Buck James kind of got those guys' attention after that that no Little Rock game, man. It may have took them a few drives in that first quarter to get going, but uh once they did, man, it it, it was kind of scary for uh, for Cabot there for a while. Again, for Cabot, Donovan of Amolo, their quarterback, their sensational quarterback, ran for two touchdowns, passed for two touchdowns. Conway still undefeated, but yeah, mm-hmm. ET, you're right. Cabot did hang in there for a little while, but mm-hmm. but man, once Conway got it going, man, they 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 went up went up thirty eight to seven, and it was you know it was pretty much over after that. And, and Conway's one of those teams, man, where you can't afford to get down big. You know, two if you're down two scores, it's you know, and Benville did a good job when they played early in the year of coming back. But if you know, particularly when you're a team like Cabot, that's not uh, known to to play from behind like that but when you yeah, get down that, that way to, yeah exactly yeah. To, to that type of team who just keeps coming keeps coming it's hard to get back in it man so you got to rely on getting stops and, and trying to score yourselves but Conway's defense is pretty good as well so. that's what I was going to say either their defense is you know they're not getting a lot of credit for their defense mm-hmm. but their defense is playing very well it is man it is man and they they kind of flex their muscles uh this past Friday man so, you know, I, I saw Conway, you know, they still got some things to clean up. They're still, you know, committing way too many penalties and some, some things like that, that, mm-hmm. you know, that could come back to bite you a little bit. But, man, w- when you got a quarterback playing the way that, that Donovan Amolo's playing, you can overcome a whole lot of problems. And, man, he's he's played a lot of football. I think he's been starting since he's been a sophomore, um, and, you know, in that system, um, in, in that team. He is the unquestioned leader out there on the field. Uh, you know, and, and it's, it shows with way he, he never gets rattled. I've never seen him rattled in a game, uh, you know, and he's just calm. Everything he does, man, he's in control and he, he takes charge and he leads those guys, man. And it, it's showing literally every Friday night this season. 
Well, and anytime your quarterback is like that, you know, that's the other guys, the other guys, you know, the team on the team look to the quarterback to, to mm-hmm. kind of gauge, you know, what, what their emotional level should be. And when your right. quarterback is, is level and he, he, he's not getting too high, too low, no matter what the situation is, the rest right. of the team kind of takes on that, that personality. Like, okay, man, if my dude is that way, that's the way I, I need to be too. And, and that's exactly. what he is. And, and, uh, uh, man, you know, uh, Conway, <laughs> E again, <laughs> That big game coming up is coming up. It's getting closer. Uh, it's getting closer, man. If, if they could just survive both teams uh, for the next couple of weeks, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be something special, man. Now, man, I might have to drive down there to see that game. I, I might have to man. leave leave from up here and come down there and see that game. You better get there by four o'clock, because uh... man, man. <laughs> so we had be... some other big games going oh, on man. too in the cross the state uh, last man. Friday night. Uh, how about Bentonville West thirty one, Rogers twenty five? E, did you see that one happening? I did not, man. And, and the crazy part about that, I mean, we, we we talk a lot about what Fayetteville has done and what, what Benville and Rogers being good and, and the, the emergence of Southside. But I think West kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit, man. I we kind of slept on them a little bit. He and, and like, you know, yeah. and, and with, with them losing uh, uh, the quarterback not playing in the early year, you know, I think a lot of people kind of kind of was down on them a little bit, but they, yeah, they, they came back. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they, they, they did what they had to do Friday night. I, I didn't see that one coming for sure. They did Dalton Rice. Now he was the backup quarterback last year mm-hmm. in the game. In fact, he, it was exactly one year ago when Dalton Rice kind of emerged on the scene because Jake Casey had gotten hurt in mm-hmm. that game against sure. Rogers last year. Yep. And they brought Dal- uh, Dalton Rice in off the bench. And he came in and led Bentonville West to a big win last year. And right. he did it again Friday night, 31 25. He hit Harrison Vincent on a 25-yard touchdown pass with about 20 seconds to go in the game. And and uh uh you know, West is two and one in the conference mm-hmm. and four and two overall. So they are a very capable team. And we mm-hmm. haven't talked about them a lot because we have been focused on Fayetteville, focused mm-hmm. on Rogers, whatever. Right. And Bentonville West was kind of like, hey, we we still here, man. We 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 still here. We, they, we, and they showed it. Yeah. So I thought what was an interesting thing about this game is West took the opening kickoff and they went on a 23 play 80 yard drive wow. to start the game. Wow. 23 plays in 80 <laughs> yards. Dude, that, that's that's demoralizing no matter what level of football you're playing at. 23 play, opening drive? Opening drive. Opening <laughs> wow. drive. Uh, but then West fell behind. But that was they didn't they did that, then they didn't do anything for a long time and fell behind uh 17 to 6 uh heading into the fourth quarter. But then they then they scored 18 straight points, including a pick six. Uh Lance, uh, Lance Stroud had a pick six um in the fourth quarter, kind of got them going, kind of shifted that momentum. And uh, and West, you know, West came back and got it. Now, uh, now but Rogers, you no know, scored a touchdown with a minute to go to take the right. lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dane Williams, you know, their quarterback hit a big hit a big touchdown pass and a two point conversion uh, that gave the Mounties a, a, a twenty five to twenty four lead. But but uh, but back came West, man, and and uh, uh, you know, Rogers squib kicked after the touchdown to take the lead, mm-hmm. and West got the ball in pretty good field position, and they had oh, just wow. enough time, and, and uh, Rice took them down the field, scored. That's, that's a big win for those guys, man. I mean, it's huge. That, that's actually that can be a, a, a season turning win. I mean, West is what they're four and two right now, but still, that something like that can kind of can kind of kind of put them uh, going forward, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So another big game I thought uh, was in the six A East, or I thought it was going to be a big game. Marion against Cersei and Marion, man, mm-hmm. they they uh, they picked it back up again, fifty six thirty five in that one against Cersei. And Cersei's a pretty good team, man. I, I've yeah. actually seen them this year, man. And uh, I, I figured Marion would win that game, but I didn't see that the the twenty one point 
point spread at all. Uh, coming. Man. And then man. They, they, they had to bounce back based on what happened uh, the, the previous week against Benton, man. And they, uh, they, they did, did uh, accordingly. <laughs> they did, man. Ashton Gray, their quarterback, what a huge game he had. Ran for almost 300 yards and five touchdowns and threw for another another touchdown, man. That's just, that's a big win for the Patriots. Huge yeah. win. Huge bounce back. Exactly. Especially with what's coming up this week with, uh, with them, the big rivalry game they got coming up with West Memphis. So that's, that's, that really is a big game. Yeah. Uh, Fayetteville 45, Fort Smith Southside 31 against again. Southside puts up 31 points mm-hmm. and can't get a win. Uh, yeah. but uh, I tell you what, man, it was a down, it was a down week for Drake Lindsay, the quarterback in Fayetteville. Had an off week, he only had five touchdown passes this week. <laughs> Just five touchdowns this week, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he had an off week, he was off a little bit. <laughs> wow, I mean, dude, <laughs> that's, that's crazy, but the, the, even more so, man, that was Southside, you almost. I almost feel for those guys because they're scoring points, man, and, and they just can't, you know, they have a hard time consistently stopping guys. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And 31 points in, in a loss. I mean, what they last week, I mean, they the, the games they've lost, they've given up quite a few points, but they've scored a lot of points, man. So that's got to be a little, a little demoralizing for those guys. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, 17 to 31, 252 yards, and again, five touchdowns. Um, and that one, uh, you know, e, we haven't really talked a lot about the Fayetteville defense, but man, the, the Fayetteville defense has played well. And I know they gave up 31 the other night, but I thought the defense, I think the Fayetteville defense has played well. And I think that's going to be a big factor in a game that we're going to talk about in the last segment of the show. Mm-hmm. But give you a little, I'm giving you just a little bit of a teaser right here. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Fayetteville again toward the end of the show. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and how about Little Rock Catholic with a bounce back win 28 14 over Sheridan? Uh, big, big win in the 6A East. Jackson England uh, ran for four touchdowns. Three of those in the second half, and he had a big game, a passing 20 to 26, 263 yards, and uh, a good game for them, good bounce back for the Rockets. I think uh, England's going to be a kid that, that a lot of colleges, colleges are going to start looking at, man. I mean, because he's got nice size on him, and he's deceptively fast. You know, when he gets an open field, man, it's hard to run him down. He has what I call football speed. He's not going to, yeah. you know, blaze in the 40. But once he get out there on, on the field with those cleats, man, and, and running – you know, from defenders, you know, he gets, gets a little quicker, man. But that, that kid is pretty good, man. He, he does a good job with his arm. Uh, he makes good decisions. But, again, I mean, his his biggest asset to me right now for this Catholic group uh, is, is that he's able to to keep plays alive by, by getting in the pocket and moving. And then, you know, uh, Coach Fogelman called design runs, and he gets it done on the ground, man. So that's that's a big win for those guys particularly. Are you talking about speed? I, I, I was I had forgotten about this, but now that you brought that up, I was going to mention this because I, I thought this was, was – uh, rather interesting. Um, Bentonville is using these devices on their in their. I, I don't know if it's on, where the kids wear them on their shoulder pad or helmet or whatever that gauges their speed on the field. Oh wow! And 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 there's an app uh, that they use that can judge you know, that that gauges that speed based on that app. Last week, C.J. Brown at Bentonville. This is not not Friday night, but the week before. Yeah. I think he had a big punt return. I think in that game, and they they gauged his speed at twenty one miles an hour. <laughs> that's, that's that's ridiculous, man. He, he, what I'm saying is, if he had been running through a school zone, he would have gotten stopped and given. He got stopped, man. He, he got stopped. He got 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 a citation, man. <laughs> that is wild, man. That, that's Ooh. pretty. Actually, that's pretty cool though that that Bentonville's doing that, man. I've never heard of that. That's, yeah yeah that i mean that's you know that's up there with like tyreek hill and and you know that you 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 know you're kind of in that neighborhood man isaiah (laughs) satania yeah you're kind of in that neighborhood man Man. so anyway uh and speaking of bentonville 
84 nothing over Rogers Heritage. And, and E, I was looking at the box score. I think Bentonville used like 10, 10 different dudes who carried the ball in that game. I mean, it was, you know, everybody was kind of getting some in that game. 80, 84 to nothing. I, I don't, I don't ever remember a higher scoring game in the 7A West than that. I mean, that's it, one of those things where, you know, you almost have to tell a guy just to kneel down when he's running, but it's hard to do that, man. You're not trying to run it up, but, I mean, you got guys, you're filtering in guys back and forth, you, you're emptying your bench, and, I mean, you can't go in there and tell them not to play hard. I mean, no, oh, no. You know, I, I mean, mean, that's, you know, that's just of that system, and, and they, they, you know, they, they, they went out there and played ball, you know. I- I think I, if I saw that, if I read the box score correctly, Carter Nye only attempted nine passes in that game, completed eight of them, and four of them mm-hmm. went for touchdowns in four that game. Four of them touchdowns, so, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> <That's wild. laughs> uh, how about Benton 63, Green County Tech? Panthers improved to 5-0 and in the conference. Drew Davis, again, mm-hmm. their sophomore quarterback, who is playing like a dude. That, Eric? that guy's that guy's he's on another level right now, man. And just just a sophomore, but he doesn't play anything like a sophomore. Again, he he's kind of like the England kid from from Catholic, uh, with the exception of the he's a year younger. Uh, you know, he's got size and can move as well with his feet. But man, when, once he gets in the rhythm with with those receivers that Ben has, uh, you know, they they are one of these these teams that you know you have to stop them. I mean, it's almost like score for score with those guys. If you can if you can outscore them, if you can earn the win. Um, because right now they, they, they've got what they need in the backfield with, with Raylan Russell, um, but they've got wideouts galore. And with him back there at the controls, man, they, they're going to be tough to stop, man, come playoff time. He had seven touchdowns, E, in the first half. First, first half, the man. First half of that <laughs> game. Yep. I talked with Chris Young at the, at our uh, – Touched at our, our luncheon last week, the uh, the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon, and I was talking with with uh, Chris Young, the coach at uh, Greenwood, and he's you know we were talking about six A, and he said, "Man, I don't ever recall six A being as loaded as Man. it is now." Dude, we talk about Ben Greenwood, Little Rock Christian. You're not gonna ever forget about PA. I mean that, that <laughs> dude, Marion, Marion. Yeah. You know, got Catholic Hot, hot Springs. Now, hot Springs can kids yeah. school. You know, it's. it's <laughs> This is wild, man. Man, <laughs> wild. that six a something else. Uh, also, want to mention Prescott got a big win, fifty four fourteen against Fout Pierce Yates, uh, two hundred fifty six yards, three touchdowns for the Curly Wolves, uh, who are looking pretty good. Speed for days at Prescott. Uh, man, I've been talking to Coach Glass uh, about a month or so ago, and and you know they just basically reload. They're one of the teams where they don't they 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 miss guys and they graduate guys but they have three two or three in the wings waiting and uh i mean there's a reason why they win state championships just about every year uh in track and field uh, yeah those guys have so so much speed uh and you know pierce jakes was was i think a linebacker last year and they moved to the quarterback and, and they hadn't hadn't skipped a beat man uh they, they just do what they do <laughs> wow i thought this was an interesting game too eric charleston and and uh and mansfield mansfield came in undefeated uh, well, they were riding pretty high. The Tigers were feeling pretty good about themselves. Then they played Charleston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't undefeated anymore, he. <laughs> Ain't undefeated anymore, man. And I, I, looked, I looked at that game, and I thought it would be a kind of a measuring stick game for, for Mansfield, particularly going uh, on the road. Uh, I think they played at Charleston, I'm They did, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, and just seeing how they were fair, and uh, you know, it kept it close. And um, but Charleston again, I mean, it, it's tough to beat those guys at home, um, particularly in conference play as, as it is. And they uh, won, you know, their quarterback got knocked out of the game, and they got knocked still out of the game, him. and yeah. still held on for the win, man. So that's that's, yeah. that's that's a big win for Charleston, to be quite honest, which is well. They kind of needed that. Eat. Yep. Uh, they they'd been kind of beat up a little bit and kind of kind of kind of pushed around a little bit to start the season, and that Charleston that's Charleston don't take that too well. 
they don't take that too well at all. <laughs> <laughs> and again, they may be one of those those games that well, that may you know may get Charleston going. You know who knows? But uh, that's, Man, that's he, I saved the best for last. Mills oh, twenty four, Pine Bluff twenty one, two overtimes. <laughs> two overtimes, man. That, that's a that's a one of those games. It's not necessarily a rivalry game, but those kids know each other, uh, and, and, and you know a lot of them played, uh, you know, little league ball together and things of that nature. Um, but there, there was some uh, some 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 back and forth in that one. It's been like that for a couple of years now with those teams playing, man. But again, it was another another great game that came down to the wire. Uh, well, I guess in overtime again for second straight year. Uh, with that one, so that it was a good game, and I I, I think most of us thought it would be, um, but yeah, at, at the end of it, man, it was kind of wild. Had a little, little extracurriculars going on out there, a little, just, you just know, a little bit, the, man. Just yeah, a just just a little. T- they they were excited, man. They were excited, yeah. you know, after after yeah. that game. Um, <laughs> we'll call it that. <laughs> all right well we're going to take a break right here and when we come back we'll be joined by richard davenport and he will bring us the latest in recruiting news uh from around the state we'll be right back with the ion preps podcast stay on top of all arkansas razorback sports with a digital plus subscription on the hogs illustrated app get complete razorbacks coverage in one location Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And we're back at you with the Ion Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network. I'm joined by my main man, the, the master of recruiting, Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Big Rich, how you how you happening on this Monday? Man, it was what uh, I think uh, fifty degrees or whatever this morning, dude. I'm By the time you. of the year, I love fall weather. Did you get out, and get you a big walk in this morning. I got it in, and uh, and uh, we're 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 good to go. Man, you know what? I am a fall person, man. I love the fall. I know spring has some nice, cool weather, but man, man I'm I'm scared of big storms. You know, with the spring, the spring comes in, bring them big, big storms. You don't get that much in the fall. In the fall, you just get that nice, crisp air, man. The leaves changing colors, and this is is getting toward that. You know, October, November, December time frame, man. You 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 cannot beat it. Cannot beat it. Well, July, August, and part of September, you're so sick and tired of the heat. And uh, when it finally gets here, as far as the fall weather, I mean, you're so appreciative. I know I am. Man. So, RD, we were talking about that Mills and uh, Pine Bluff game. Had a couple of big-time recruits in that game. Uh, kind of talk about talk about the, some of those guys for those teams that, that the Hogs are looking at or, or uh, you know, just big-time athletes. That um, And, Rich, you know, we, we've talked about this before. We need, you know, our the University of Arkansas needs those Central Arkansas dudes, man. That they they are always better when they get those dudes from Central, from the Central part of the state. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, historically, especially in the '60s, '70s, <clears throat> and uh, I guess maybe uh, going into the '80s, uh, Little Rock uh, area and surrounding areas uh, supplied Arkansas with a lot of uh, talent, and uh, it looks like at least. Uh, you know, now it it's on the way back, and I think Good. it's very promising for uh, the program. I mean, in the, in the Pine Bluff Mills game, you had uh, two commitments, uh, Courtney 
uh, Crutchfield, uh, the receiver for Pine Bluff, and uh, Charleston Collins, the defensive lineman for Mills. Both of those guys are four-star prospects, and and they're re really good friends. Obviously, Charleston Collins played at uh, at uh, uh, Pine Bluff as a sophomore, so he, he he's uh, good friends with a lot of the guys that are on the on the team. But he and Courtney are very tight. But uh, both of them, uh, I, I think Charleston has a chance to to really be a special defensive lineman. Uh, uh, how well, you know, everything translates over to, to the next level uh, remains to be seen, but he's got the physical tools, six, five, about two seventy now, and just has a knack for getting into the backfield and Courtney uh, Crutchfield has, uh, has very good speed and just uh, a freakish uh, athlete as uh, far as I think he ju high jumped like six, six or six, five, something like that back in the spring. And he had never, ever, participated in the high jump and that that, that <laughs> right there just plain just that's silly that's that's wow. just crazy but uh yeah those two guys uh definitely good uh pickups for arkansas and uh and just uh just you know a few of the talented guys in in central arkansas parkview has has some talent uh obviously and uh central arkansas christian uh north little rock always has some talent but there, there, there's some, uh, there's definitely some uh, talent coming up, not only just in the 24 class, but in the 25, 26 classes. I tell you what, uh, I am looking forward to seeing Crutchfield and CJ Brown uh, lined up at receiver for Arkansas. I'm, I, I am excited to see that. Yeah, I heard, uh, I heard, uh, you know, and I did see on, uh, on Twitter that uh, CJ, he was timed around 21, 22 miles an hour yeah. uh, uh, about a week or two ago, and. Uh, it looks like his, uh, just, just the video that I've seen, I mean, he, he looked good last year, but it looks like he's even increased his, uh, quickness and his speed. And, and obviously he's got pretty good size. He's not a huge guy, but he's got good size about six, one, about one seventy five, one eighty. Uh, but, uh, you know, anytime you, you know, if, 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 if those things are accurate, I mean, sometimes I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of on the fence on that. I mean, I know technology is, uh, is great, but, uh, sometimes, uh, you, you see some of these, uh, numbers that, uh, you know, that, 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 I guess the technology says that this guy's running 22 miles an hour or something like that. You kind of take it with a grain of salt, but at the same time, I mean, I, I don't know. I really haven't researched it that much to know how accurate it is, but, uh, at least that's what, what, uh, uh, it said about CJ. All I know is when you're running down the field and he's pulling away from everybody, you know he's pretty fast. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, and uh, especially against uh, some of the teams that have uh, traditionally have some speed. Those that those those are the type of things that you want to see. Now, RD, I saw that Arkansas's ace recruiter Kanan Sandy was out and about uh, this past weekend trying to trying to get to, get some guys uh, give, give some guys some looks. Uh, tell me about KJ Jackson, the quarterback. Um, it looks like he had a big game. Yeah, he did. And I was just looking at his stats. Uh, he was like 12 of 13, 225 yards, uh, three touchdowns. And I think he rushed 10 times for like 113 yards. Uh, you know, and, and, and I do the weekly stats of all the commitments and, and quite some time you see like CJ or, or Braylon Russell or, or some of the guys, uh, the numbers aren't that impressive. And a lot of times that's because, uh, the scores, you know, that the, their teams uh, put up on other, uh, on their opponents uh, that, and, and they don't get to play that much. Like Braylon R Russell 
Uh, I mean, they, I think they won 63 or 61 uh, to seven or something like that over Green County Tech, and he only had four receptions for 89 yards, and I think a, yeah, a touchdown about a quarter. or two. Yeah, but I mean, about a quarter, I think. And about uh, maybe play a quarter and a half or something like that, and uh, you're, just, you're just not going to put up numbers, crazy numbers or anything like that. But uh, uh, it, uh, Ken and Sandy, like you said, was that uh, – KJ's uh, KJ Jackson's game. He's also the night before at Jaden Ball's. Uh, I was going to mention him now, yeah, RD. You mentioned he, big numbers. Now talk about his numbers he put up. This yeah, week. And, and that's 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 another deal. I mean, he 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 put up crazy numbers, but uh, he he didn't play much because it was like sixty uh, sixty three to seven or something like that to score. But he, he had seven carries for like two hundred seventy yards or two hundred. 230 yards. I, I I don't I can't remember the exact uh, number, but it was over 200 yards rushing, and uh, and, and like uh, two or three touchdowns, and then he had some receptions and stuff like that. I mean, the guy just he does it all. Not only does he play uh, running back, receiver, quarterback for his team, but he also plays linebacker and safety. Wrote about that on Sunday, and he also returns kicks and. Uh, and he, he's just a, a jack of all trades. But again, when, when you're kicking, kicking button, not taking and taking names as far as the scores uh, that the, the, they're putting up on their opponents, I mean, you, you're just not going to not going to see a feel for uh, four quarters like you normally would. Tell you what, uh, RD, when you get a player like him, you, he's not. You know, he they may be recruiting him as this, but but he's he couldn't end up playing this other position, whatever, because it looks like to me he's an athlete who could play just about anywhere. Yeah, most of the recruiting services have him as a linebacker, but Arkansas is recruiting him. Uh, Jimmy Smith, <laughs> Jimmy Smith has has his uh, has his uh, heart set on him being a running back <laughs> at Arkansas, and uh, Jimmy Smith is, is a, a great evaluator of talent. Obviously, he's from uh, Georgia, and he coached in the Atlanta area for quite some time, and and was very successful at that. And he's seen a lot of talent through the years uh, in Georgia, and. Georgia's deep with uh, talent, and uh, he, he loves him some Jaden Ball. There you go. There you go. Well, Rich, also, we had a big uh, commitment last week for the men's basketball team. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Elohim, is that his, how do you say his last name? I, I say, I, you know, I, I haven't been able to talk to him about the the, the last name. I say Elam. I don't know. Elam. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm good either way, uh, but I, I'm sure he's, he's had some uh, people uh, kind of say it different ways and he's used to it. But, uh, anyway, six, five, two Oh five originally, I mean, he, 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 uh, officially visited Arkansas, obviously for the BYU game. And then also visited, uh, for, uh, visited Kansas and Villanova. He had visits to USC and, and Providence, uh, but he, he he's not going to make those evidently. So, uh, after talking to him, uh, after his Arkansas visit, he, he's, he, he kind of said the same thing that he, they said the first time I talked to him, which was about a year ago, back in the spring, uh, it, his interest in Arkansas was because of uh, Coach uh, Musselman and his staff and, and the ability to, you know, to develop in, in NBA talent and and also guys that he's seen go through Arkansas in the six five to six seven range yeah, yeah. and go on to to uh, the NBA. That right there's got his attention. As uh, something noteworthy about him. He had a knee injury. Uh, he, he hurt his knee last year, uh, I think, uh, during the late spring or early summer. And and when I first wrote about him, he was the number two player in the country, according okay. to ESPN. And he wow. was a five-star. 
uh and then uh then he had some uh you know uh you know injuries or what have you and and that kind of uh, he wasn't able to get get on the court very much and and that kind of hurt his stock a little bit but he still he's he's a consensus four consensus four star prospect uh but uh before he before he kind of had had some uh you know injuries and stuff and and it doesn't appear like any of them are are, are really bad or long lasting going to affect him uh, long term uh i mean he he was he was right up there at number 1 number 2 number 3 uh ranking in the country as far as you know in in the eyes of uh of uh you know the national analysts so uh yeah, I, I think arkansas even though you know, you 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 consider him a four star. He he he. A lot of people thought he was a five star uh, until uh, he he had some uh, string of injuries. Well, we know this. Eric Musselman would not have offered him if he didn't feel like he could be a major contributor to the team. Uh, because you know what, RD, Eric doesn't have to offer kids unless they can be a major major contributor. So we know he can play. It, you know, he can be a whatever star ESPN wants to name him. He he can go or or Mus wouldn't wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have wanted him. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and uh, that uh, that that's a big get because uh, uh, you know here's a guy that was a five star, four star, whatever you want to say. I mean, uh, Moses Moody was a four star, and he turned into maybe I think he was okay, yeah, like a five star. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he did okay. Show, so. <laughs> well, RD, man, as always, we appreciate it. And for those listeners, if you want to read more uh, recruiting, you can catch RD's columns in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and at wholehog.com. You can also follow him on Twitter. Rich, give him the, your Twitter handle. Uh, it's AR Recruiting Guy, AR Recruiting Guy. There you go. So you can keep up with all the recruit, recruiting news from the best in the business, Richard Davenport. Rich, thanks for being on as always with us, and we will catch you next week. All right, buddy. We'll see you. All right. We're going to take another break right here, and when we come back, Eric Taylor and I will break down some of this week's huge games across the state. We'll be right back with the Eye on Preps podcast. Get the latest breaking news on all Arkansas Razorback sports at wholehogsports.com. Our award-winning reporters and photographers go beyond game recaps to bring our subscribers the most trusted Razorbacks news anywhere. With expert analysis, the latest in recruiting, plus unique and compelling stories of your favorite teams. Subscribe today at wholehogsports.com. And we are back with the Eye on Preps podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Hog Sports Network and joined by Eric Taylor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. E.T., we got some big, big games coming up this week. Big yes, games. Really big. That's an understatement, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah, some big ones. So we're going to start with the one, the biggest game in the 7A West and in all of 7A this week. Mm-hmm. Bentonville, number four in the state, four and two, three and on the conference. At Fayetteville, number three, six and oh, three and oh. E.T. Let's talk about this game. Man, when has this game not been a big game? I, I'm trying to go back. I, I mean, I, I can't remember when it's never uh, a lot riding when these teams <laughs> these teams play each other, man. True that, man. True mm-hmm. that. You are you are 100 correct on that. So mm-hmm. let's kind of set this up. I mean, this is a game that uh, that you know you look on the calendar on the schedule every year, and even if you're not a fan or a student or whatever of the of these two schools, if you are a high school football follower. You look at the schedule and you go, okay, when when is Bentonville Fayetteville play? I mean, I, I, I'm gonna go see that game. <laughs> right. So you so you got it circled. So this one has been on the schedule for a while. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, these are, you know, coming into the game, these are two of the highest scoring offenses in the state. Both of them. Uh, well, we just talked about this earlier in the segment. Uh, you know, Bentonville put up 84, you know, last week against Rogers Heritage and, and Fayetteville is averaging over 50 a game. I mean, so in, in, in essence, there's going to be a lot of scores, a lot of points scored. Uh, should be, should be, should be. <laughs> should be you know, but again, honestly, and, and as, as you know, this may sound cliche, but it, it may come down uh, to whichever defense gets a key stop. That's it. You know? And, that, and that, honestly, that is what it's going to come down to. That's yeah. a lot of times this, that's what it comes down when these teams play each other, you know, <laughs> you know, and that, and I can see that actually happening again, man. I mean, Whichever defense, uh, you know, gets gets that critical uh, stop and, and and possibly translate that into points, you know, it could be the difference in the game. You know, yeah, but I, I do force. think, you know, both these teams are going to score points, but I think defense is going to have to uh, make some plays on both sides, man. To, yeah, to, maybe force a turnover, exactly. you know, I mean, something like that. Uh, so to set the game up, both teams have great quarterbacks. Fayetteville, Drake Lindsey, committed to Minnesota. Uh, man, when he steps off the bus, all eyes look at him, and you're like, oh, dude, oh, my goodness. That is what a quarterback is supposed to look like, about 6'5", 225 or so, and he can throw the ball uh, from one side of the stadium out the other side. Literally, with ease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carter Nye is the Bentonville quarterback. He is a two-year starter. He is the son of a former Arkansas great baseball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has got the pedigree. He is himself also a great baseball player, and he's got he's got great weapons with him, led by C.J. Brown, who is committed to Arkansas. He's a receiver we talked about earlier in the show that was clocked at around 21 or so miles an hour, so he can house it on you anytime he gets his hands on the ball. But Bit, Fayetteville's got one of those dudes, too. In fact, they got a couple of them. They got, a couple but they got one named Jason Delamar who caught five mm-hmm. touchdown passes a couple weeks ago. He is also an Arkansas recruit as a baseball player. Exactly. He may be thinking about a two-way sport there. He may be, he may, yeah. maybe a baseball, football, both maybe for him. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> this – I mean, they are they are going to be stu- – they're dudes all over the field in this game. All over all the over field, the field. Man. And, and I guarantee you there will be several college uh, scouts. I don't know if, if they can or not, but uh, if not, you know, they're going to have some representatives of somewhere to see see these, this, this, these teams play each other, man. Yeah. So looking at it on paper, and we know what that's worth about the paper that it's written on, but it, but Fayetteville <laughs> has played, I, in my opinion, a little better defense this year than what Bentonville has played, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So we will see if that comes back to be a factor. Now, last year, these two teams played a great game. I was there in Tiger Stadium for this game. It was mm-hmm. a great game that went into overtime. Fayetteville took the lead in overtime, got a touchdown, kicked the extra point. Bentonville came back on the first play. Josh Ficklin goes in, you know, from from the 10, scores a Mm -hmm. touchdown. Bentonville uh, coach uh, Jody Grant never hesitated, never blinked, never nothing, said, we're going for two. They Mm -hmm. went for two, got the two points. Oh, by the way, C.J. Brown caught the two-point conversion in that one. Uh, (laughs) 31-30 overtime win. That's what you can expect when these Mm -hmm. two teams play. It's going to be another uh, barn burner, man. I, I just about would, would be willing to put money on that. It's going to go down uh, to the fourth quarter. Uh, it's going to be back and forth, I think. And 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 whichever team you know makes makes the plays uh, in late, I think it's going to win the game. Man, yeah, I got to tell you too. I went down a, a little little shameless plug on my part. I am writing a story. Um, for Hogs Illustrated, it'll be um, in next week's issue, not this week, but next week's issue, on four former Razorbacks who are now having a lot of success as high school football coaches. Mm-hmm. Those four those four coaches are Bray Cook at, at P Ridge, mm-hmm. Anthony Lucas at PA, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. Casey Dick at Fayetteville and Marcus Shavers down in McKinney, Texas. Okay. Texas. So I went over last week to interview Casey and their beautiful new facility over there that looks, that goes right down to the stadium. And I'm telling you, man, E a lot of colleges, colleges don't have nearly what Fayetteville's got over there now in their weight room and this facility that they built. It is, it is really, really really nice i saw pictures of it man and i was like wow i mean it, it looks yeah. like a college man i mean that that, that that spot looks like a college type deal and a power yeah. five college at that <laughs> yeah it's really really nice and and uh so congratulations to fateville i know it was a long time in coming to get that thing built and there was you know the past two years when you've had to go there to games it's been hard to get in you know because it's right there you know a mm-hmm. lot not a lot of parking anyway there where, where Harmon stadium is but they got right. it done and man they have got a show place there to be proud of for sure man gotta love that man literally yeah so that is the big game on tap this week now it's not the only big game on tap let's take a look we talked about marion two weeks ago Mm -hmm. a big game gets benton and they didn't Mm -hmm. look so good in that one but they had a bounce back this week now Mm -hmm. e this week they get another big game they get another chance to show hey we Mm -hmm. are a serious contender in 6a marion five and one four and one in the 6a east at West Memphis five and one four and zero oh, and West Memphis E, they are a powerhouse. Legitimately, uh, uh, their biggest rival, and this this is another game that's going to be similar to this Fayetteville Benville game. This game will will be standing room only crowd. Um, they are two, you know, uh, I don't want to say hated rivals because a lot of these kids are friends. Matter of fact, most most of them are, are friends uh, and things of that nature, man. But it, it, it's this game where they want to to to, to knock the other's head off. You know, yeah. and they they make no bones about it, man. Uh, both of these teams are good. I think Marion's won the last two that they played with West Memphis. So West Memphis coming in with, with some revenge in their mind, man. And, and you know, they they they're the ones that's undefeated in the conference, along with Minton right now. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big game, a huge, huge game, man. For, I for- know we we talk about the six A West and how loaded it is, and, and and it is loaded, mm-hmm. you know. But the six A East is also very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the state champion has come out of the East several times here lately you know i mean el dorado won it you know two years ago right so you know the 6a east is not to be taken lightly it may not get the notoriety that the west is getting because of pa and greenwood and and whatever but man the 6a east is a very very good conference and this should be you know another another big knockdown drag out at at west memphis no doubt about it it's a big game man you know and it's going this one right here especially if 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 one of these teams whichever team comes out it's going to still be right there in the running to get a top spot. You know, uh, West Memphis still has to play Benton as well. Yes. Uh, you know, so it, it's, it's it's a huge game for both of these teams, man. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger in 6A with, with this one right now, this week anyway. Now let's talk about the 4A8. I mean, that that conference is always loaded. It's a very, very good conference in 4A. They got a big one on Friday night. Number two, Warren, 6-0, and 5-0 on the conference. At number five, DeWitt, 7-0, and 5-0. and You know, this is, this is probably – the biggest game at DeWitt in years. I don't know yeah. when the last time they were were undefeated, man. At this late in the season, anyway. I think they. I mean, they got seven wins already, and that's it's most of they've had all, at all last year, you know, combined. So, uh, you know, this is a, a huge, huge game, uh, especially for them. Like Warren's been there, done that. You know, they 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 are yeah. a powerhouse year in year out under Bo Henry, man. But you know, this game is at DeWitt. It's going to be plenty, plenty, plenty of people in the stands with that one, man. So. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how how they uh, respond to, to this big game atmosphere. Like I said, Warren has, has played in 
countless big games, man. And uh, so this for them, this is just another one for them. But DeWitt, you know, there's a little excitement over there right now, man. That's awesome. So, E, last week I completely forgot about this, but I, I got it first on my list this time. Player of the week from last week. Who you got? Oh, oh, man, again, and shameless to be saying, man, it, it should be needs to be saying about, you know, it's just so many kids that, that do so much every yep. week, man. But honestly, I'm going to go with the kid that really has got it done these past two weeks in just one half. Um, that's Drew Davis at Benton, yeah, man, quarterback. Man. Uh, he was he was 14 to 16 for 349 and seven touchdowns in the half this past Friday. The week before, he was 15 of 18, 302 yards for five touchdowns in one half. So that's what 29 of 34, 651 and 12 touchdowns his last four quarters. Um, that's nothing short of uh, amazing, man. <laughs> so, e, e, I guess we'll we'll break our rule a little bit. You know, we normally <laughs> say if you don't throw for six, we don't talk about you. But. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So he, he got that got that seven in and a half, man. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, he okay. All right. All right. As long as he got that seven in, we, if go. you don't get at least six, man, we don't talk about you. Got to get at least six, man. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. So, e, I was also going to mention this last week too, and I again forgot. I don't know. Maybe it was a. It, hey, maybe it was a Monday. I don't know, but I forgot. Uh, but I don't know if you saw this. I retweeted this video out from a a, a, a game in Texas played uh, la not last Friday, but the Friday before that. I can't remember the two two teams that were playing. And anyway, it was, it was a game down in Texas. Uh, in this on a, this play that I had the video of, this linebacker for one of the teams was dropping back into coverage and bumps into the official oh, in the middle yeah. of the field. Okay. And I don't know, I, I can't, you know, I, I'm only seeing this one play, so I don't know what might've happened before or whatever, but, right. but whatever happened, this referee grabbed this player up by the face mask and slung yeah. him around and took, grab, took, jerked his helmet off, helmet off. Yeah. which is bad. You know, then I, he flagged <laughs> the player. Then he ejected the player. Ejected him, man. I, I saw ejected. that. And I was like, first of all, there has to be, some kind of backstory. Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, got to be. But even even if there is, you don't do that. You're, you're, you're an official. Yeah. And you're out there in the, during the game. It's not like you're on the sideline or the play stop. No, this is during an actual play. And he, you know, yanks the kids, you know, helmet off. And you know, the kid, I think, complained about it and was like, you know, pointing and like, you know, what's going on, whatever, whatever. And again, like you said, he eventually ejected the kid. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what that, e that's like that's like somebody robbing you and saying okay now you got to go take you got to go buy my lunch too exactly <laughs> you know i was like I, I had to like look at that video three or four times just to to really uh process what i was actually seeing it was wild man you it know, was I'm wild like, I, I could not you're I'm, you're when i first watched the video I, I didn't i wasn't watching that but i was watching like the dude with the ball or the quarterback mm -hmm. or whatever and i'm like well, what are these people talking about and then i said Oh my goodness! Look at this. Man, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen that on the football field. Man. I, now, I've seen. You know, I'm, I'm an AU basketball coach, so I've seen. Uh, you know, refs and getting to it with fans and and things of that nature, man. But on the football field, I've never. That's something I've never ever seen. You know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, well, ET, I tell you what, uh, it, it, you know, for people who are listening, man, if you want to know anything about prep sports in this state, man, you've got to follow Eric Taylor on Twitter. You got to read him in the Democrat Gazette. If you are not a subscriber, I, I don't know what to say about you, man. But, but, <laughs> but, but if you call yourself a fan, you need to get on there and get subscribed.
popped up real quick. Uh, but ET, how can they follow you on? I'm sorry, I said Twitter, man. I mean the X. I got to throw up the X. How can they follow you on the X? <laughs> I still call it Twitter. It's, it's crazy. Cool. It is. Yeah, you um, call it whatever you want. It's still man. Cool. Uh, ET Taylor seventy nine, man. It's my handle, man. So you can always find me there. Follow me uh, and doing the things that I do, man. It's, and which is you know quite a bit, man. To be honest with you. And ET not only covering high school sports, basketball, football, all that, also going down to Pine Bluff covering some UAPB. ET was it last week? Did you go to Did you go to UAPB last week? No, actually, actually, I was down. Uh, what was that? Uh, last week? Uh, dude, I, was I it, wanted uh, if I, I so I went to the Arkansas game down there. Well, that wasn't such a game, but I went to Texas to see that. But man, I'm gonna tell you right now, if yeah. I had not been going to Arlington, I, I was I would have driven down to Pine Bluff oh, just to yeah. see the halftime. To see the halftime with a just see the halftime. Yeah, I was I was actually at Henderson uh, OBU. Uh, okay, down there uh, covering the GAC. And uh, but uh, like you said, uh, the the halftime with Southern and UAPB is going to always be 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 wild, man. And I think and that uh, UAPB the band actually the next day ended up performing at the New Orleans Saints. Ah, oh, I'm not dude. mistaken, man. But uh, it's always when, when Southern brings that band and, and when UAPB band it hooks up, it, it's it's special always. And special. for those of you who might say, "Oh man, you know it's halftime, man. I'm gonna go get me a hot dog." Oh, no, no, <laughs> you, no, <laughs> no, you, if you have never been to a halftime performance by Southern or Grambling or whatever, and those bands like that, yeah. that, you know, that it, it is, I tell you what, it'll change your whole outlook on life. It changed your whole outlook. Fans wait until the third quarter starts to go to the, to the success stands. When, you know, once those bands are done, they don't e. get up and go pe doing the half. Pe people come to the game late in the third quarter yeah. at first, second quarter. And then when half halftime, they leave, they leave. They, that's what they come to see is the band. It's the the band, you know. Yes. It's it's a show in itself, man. They can care less, you know. You know about what? Well, I don't want to say they can care less, but you know about what's going on yeah. in the game. But the excitement starts with, with, at halftime. Exactly. Et, this is where that conversation goes. How did we do at halftime? Did we win that? Right. Well, we won. <laughs> right. I don't care, man. We. How did we do at halftime? How did we do halftime? Like, who, who won halftime show? Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's Literally. right. Man, <laughs> I, I would love to have seen that, and oh, and. Uh, uh, I, I thought you might have been there to see that, man. I was, nah, I'm man, a little I, disappointed I cover, in you. I'm man, disappointed. I cover, I cover a lot of GAC. Uh, matter of fact, I cover all GAC as well, man. So I was down at uh, OBU's homecoming, man. and and uh, But I actually was following along on X uh, okay. about what was going on uh, with okay. the B's game and whatnot. But uh, I hadn't seen any video from, from Southern PB uh, halftime, but I'm, I'm, I can just about guarantee you it was a show. It was a show, I'll guarantee you. Well, man, Eric, as always, I'll, uh, always uh, – Love you know ha these Mondays with you, man. They 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 make that they make my Monday tolerable. Man, <laughs> likewise, man, likewise. <laughs> especially especially on, on 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 this Monday for me, man. Considering uh the 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 the, the crap I saw last night. On, I'm uh, sorry, man. If I if I was down there closer, man, I'd take you out to lunch and and pat yeah. you on the back. So it's gonna be okay, Et. It's gonna be. I can't. It's gonna you know, when, when stuff like that happens, I can't watch any sports uh on TV like the talk shows or things like that. Man, I had to wait the following week until. Uh, there you go, man. I. I E.T., I'd be down there. I'd say, cry it out, E. Go ahead and cry it out, man. It'd be all right. Cry it out. It'd be all oh, right. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. As always, man, Eric Taylor is brings it every single Monday. Richard Davenport, he always brings it with the recruiting, and I'm so happy uh, that we're all on the same team and we can bring you uh, bring you what we do, man. We can, we, can, we can give you what we know and bring you what we do, and, and that's what we're all about. And if you want to know more about prep sports or whatever, get the Arkansas Democrat Gazette either online uh, or, you know, however you get it uh, as the digital uh, replica edition is however you get it. 
uh, because E.T. and his guys down there, Sam Lane and those dudes, man, they're all over it. The guys up here in Northwest Arkansas, Graham Thomas, Ricky Fires, and those guys, they're all over it. Um, my guys down the River Valley, Leland Barclay, Harold McIlvain, if you want to know about sports, prep sports in this state, this is where you get it every day, every day. So for Eric Taylor with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, for Richard Davenport with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, I'm Chip Sousa with Whole Hog Sports and the Hog Sports Network. Thanks for listening to the Ion Preps podcast. We'll catch you next week. See ya. The proceeding has been a production of the Hog Sports Network. Look for our daily podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. For more Razorbacks coverage, go to wholehogsports.com or follow the Hog Sports Network reporters on social media. 